Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. I need to make sure that you can hear me. Give me a thumbs up inside the, the chat if you can hear me. Ah, you can hear me. Okay. We are, uh, we just got a new road podcaster. Um, so we're testing it out here tonight. A lot of new things coming to AYS. So, so good. But it's not so good for the general Will Wade. As he, <laughs> reportedly from Pat 40 and LSU, LSU has got a letter of not- uh, a letter or notice of al- allegations. We will touch on that. A lot of people are asking questions. A lot of LSU fans are asking questions. Is Pat Forty's report actually legit? Is it real? What's going on here? I will report and I will say that I have heard from LSU. They are saying that they have received a letter of allegations or notice of allegations, whatever you want to call it. So this is real for Will Wade. However, let's take a step back. Let's talk about it. Just because you got a notice of allegations doesn't always mean everything. Doesn't always mean anything. But it could be a very spooky time for the general, Will Wade. Y'all like those new additions? Y'all like those new additions? I know that you do because I do too. I've just had this thing for the last like 15 minutes. It's really amazing. All right. We will touch on the general. I, a guest that we had on the show, and one of the fan favorites, Memphis Spence, will be joining us at 7.30 to talk about Will Wade and the notice of allegations. If you remember, uh, about I think it was about a month and a half ago, um, maybe two months, Memphis Spence came on our show and said, that he had been hearing through some of his sources that Will Wade and LSU would receive a notice of allegations right before the SEC tournament. He got a lot of pushback from people inside this chat. Today, he, uh, quite honestly, is vindicated. We will talk on uh, that as well. We will talk about all the Will Wade. So we do have a lot to get into. However, there's also some questions from fans that we will touch on as well. How does that affect LSU football? There are some things that Pat Forty is reporting about LSU football. About it being possibly a lack of institutional control. I don't think it's going that far. But some things being tied into this report and notice of allegations. We will touch on that and everything that we're hearing. So, a lot to get into. And it's a lot to cover. A lot to cover. I mean, there's other things we can talk about. It was a huge day. 
in the NFL. Huge day in the NFL. Um, we do have a kind of a bigger baseball weekend coming up. We'll, we'll touch on. Oh, 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 oh. Hashtag Rafino's rants too. I gave an offer to Billy Lucci from Texax to come on the show. He has yet to receive or um, accept or decline that offer to come on the show. He had some very interesting things to say about LSU and its fan base here today. So I gave him this platform so that he can come on here and talk to every LSU fan and about Brian Kelly and, and so many other things. He has yet to decline, but we will talk on that. We will talk on that as well. Okay. <laughs> Boy, it's been a day. It has been a day. Okay, I see all the uh, the thumbs up that you can hear me. That's good. That's absolutely fantastic. All right, let's see. Let's get to a couple comments before we get started. Ryan and Amanda Gidry says, big pressure for sure now in the building. So I'm assuming that big pressure, private school pressure is in the building. Uh, John asked on Facebook, is it actually realistic if Pat Forty dumbass reported it? Uh, John, we can confirm that it is legit. So all this time about Pat Forty, although I think that he went a little overboard, we, you know what, we'll just touch on all of it. We'll touch on all of it as soon as we get out uh, of the opening break. All right, let's do this. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some, If you're on Facebook, share to some Facebook groups. Got a lot to talk about with Will Wade. Please share to your own social media pages. Hit the like button. Every one of you, I see you. Hit the like button. Hit the share. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. If you're listening to us on YouTube, there's over 120 of you in there live currently. Do us a favor and hit that like button. We only have 45 likes right now. Get us over the 100, please. Do us that favor by getting us to that 100 mark. If you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, congratulations, the audio is going to be a lot better. <laughs> a lot, lot better. So don't forget to subscribe and hit uh, subscribe there as well. Uh, Justin says, new hat. No, this is the Bearded Barber. This is where your boy goes to get lined up. Yay! Yay! I go up in there, my boy Matt, he be lining me up, you know, cutting the beard. And yes, I do have a child's Band-Aid on my hand. Because God forbid, Ben, um, you know, Ben's got to put the Band-Aid on my hand. And God forbid I take it off. So, but the hat, Bearded Barber, shout out to Matt and all the crew over at the Bearded Barber. They always hooking your boy up. Yay! Yay! All right. Let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing. And then we'll get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Barno and Sons and BetOnline.ag. Guys, with over 65 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM, Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor home chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend Blake Rafina over at AYS since you on by and our good friends over at betonline.ag there's so many great things to bet on you got the nba you got the nfl now that guys like russell wilson aaron is going to denver going the bit one of the bigger trades that we've seen in the nfl in such a long time you got aaron Rodgers staying in the milwaukee I, see i always want to call it the milwaukee greenway i don't know why but nevertheless he's staying in green bay Bet on the NFL, uh, prop bets, parlays, whatever you want to do, they got it for you there on Bet Online. That's betonline.ag. Use the Believe promo code to get 50% off your first welcome bonus and deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, I see a lot of people saying Blake got some new toys. Yes, I did get some new toys. Oh, that's not the one I'm... See, I'm still getting used to it. I'm still getting used to it. But nevertheless, we got a lot coming, to, especially with the new studio coming. It's going to be very, very, very fun. But you didn't come here to hear about that. I know. I know. You, ha you came here to talk about Will Wade and hear about Will Wade. So let's get in it. And let's talk about it. Okay. So today about, f I would say what was about three... 
315, Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty came out and reported that LSU had received a notice of allegations. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, Blake, what are the allegations? From what I understand, now, LSU would not comment on a lot of these things, but from what I understand, it goes all the way back to the allegations of what Will Wade being on the FBI wiretap with things with the whole case with Javante Smart. Did they pay Javante Smart the strongest offer? Yada, 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 yada. If you don't remember that, Javante Smart was suspended for a game or was out for a game, came right back once the NCAA started their investigation. Now, the question is this, and a lot of people have been saying that Pat Forty and Dick Vitale have been going on a rampage about Will Wade. To some of that, I agree. To some of that, I agree. It was a little bit egregious how much Pat Forty was reporting things about Will Wade, whether it be right right before the SEC tournament, right before the NCAA tournament, whatever it may be, I do feel he was a little egregious in that. However, we do and can confirm today that Will Wade and LSU got a notice of allegations in reference to the things that he was investigated for in 2017. Now, this does not, this does not and is not the end-all, be-all for Will Wade and LSU. Now, the way that this normally works is LSU has about one to two months, a, I think it might be a little over 90 days to respond to the NCAA of, their, of what they want to do on these notice of allegations. There will be a hearing, and then a determination will come down. Pat Forty talked about it, the NCAA. You can go on their website, and they break it down for you. But I'm just going to give you the cliff notes here. LSU does have to respond within two months, and the NCAA will respond back to LSU. A hearing will uh, uh, commence, and then we will have more of a ruling of what's going to happen, not only with Will Wade and LSU. However, however, I, I have to say this, and here's where a rant will come into it. As someone who has been doing the podcast since late 2019 and has been doing this since 2017, not always on video, not always on podcast, but reporting stuff about LSU and for you that have been following us since 2017, that you'll remember that's when we started. A lot like the same time that Will Wade was getting these allegations against him. I have to say I'm a little bit tired of all of this. I'm kind of glad that this is coming to a head. I am glad that no matter what happens to Will Wade at LSU, we can finally move forward from all of this. It's been way too long. And to that point, the NCAA, it should not have taken them this long for this investigation. Now, was it, did it take a little bit longer due to just the simple nature of the FBI was involved? I, I don't really know. We'll find out more about that when all uh, and everything is released by LSU and the NCAA. But we do know that LSU has to notice of allegations. So let me be the first to say to everyone that does not believe Pat Forty and has not believed Pat Forty that a notice of allegations was coming. Guys, I'm going to tell you something that you don't want to hear. He was right. It might be very, very difficult for you to hear. But he was right. I don't know if there's a scenario where Will Wade is going to be out now for the SEC tournament, how LSU is going to deal with all of this, what are in those, what is in the notice of allegations. That, guys, I don't know. If I did know, I would tell you, I have no idea at this point. That does not mean that uh, as this continues to go on, maybe tomorrow morning, later tonight, that we won't find out more about what are in those notices of allegations. But I will admit right now, I don't have a lot of confidence of outside of the rumors of what the notice of allegations are to run out here and tell you about them. I'm sorry for that, but I'm not going to come out here and spew something I don't know to be factual. What I do know to be factual, though, however, is this. 
Will Wade, well, Scott Woodward is not a type of individual that likes things like these to happen on his watch. I am not saying fire Will Wade. I want to. I want more uh, uh, conclusive evidence about what's going on, about everything that's going on, and what the NCAA violations will be. Does he have to serve a ten game suspension? Does he have to serve a five game suspension? Whatever it may be, I want to know before I make a determination. But nevertheless. The time of the general will wait and they're after him kind of feels like it's coming to a little bit of an end. So the stuff that was reported, it would seem as if the NCAA has the evidence at the current moment to give LSU a notice of allegations. Now, I can sit here and go off on the NCAA. The NCAA has been a... a organization and association rather that when it comes to these kinds of things they really don't know what they're doing so will wade's punishment might not actually fit the crime there as well too for that for will wade that really stinks but the ncaa is full of nothing but corrupt glass wearing wannabes that have no idea what they're doing Guys, look at the <laughs> NIL, transfer portal, whatever whatever you want to name of how they did uh, treated football and basketball season a couple of years ago. I mean, we all know what was going on there. Completely fumbled this entire situation. And we're expecting them not to fumble the Will Wade stuff. However, a notice of allegations normally does come with, they have evidence. It's not a good mixture here. Now, one thing that Pat Forty reported that I do know and do feel comfortable about talking about is the stuff that he was talking about with LSU football. The thing that Pat Forty is wrong about is that an LSU has already imposed self-penalties on the Our Lady of the Lake stuff, the bull ban, the scholarship withdrawal, um, the, the OBJ handing out cash, here's the truth. If, for that specific thing, for that specific thing, like the Odell Beckham handing out cash after a national title to a guy that was going into the NFL draft, I don't think that that's a bigger deal than Art Bryles at Baylor that you really didn't give a big-time sentence to, meaning not Art Bryles, but the University of Baylor. That punishment will not fit that crime. Hey, don't let them go recruiting for a day. Sounds good. They already self-imposed it. When it comes to football, I don't believe that Pat Forty completely knows what he's talking about because talking to people around that building, they, they're they kind of like, dude, we've already gone through this. We've already done this. The NCAA already talked about it. Now, if the NCAA comes back and says something, then we got to talk about it a little bit more. But when it comes to LSU football ops and LSU football, I really don't know what he's talking about, and I do feel like he is stretching and reaching there. But, but I do want to tell you something that I don't think you're going to want to hear. If this starts trickling into other sports, the Will Wade investigation starts trickling into other sports, which it already has. I'm not willing to sacrifice LSU football for a stupid investigation, which Will Wade was on the FBI wiretap for. I'm not. Nobody, and I mean absolutely no one, is bigger than LSU. Nobody. My allegiance, my fandom, does not fall for does not fall for a specific coach. It falls for LSU. Long after Nick Saban. Les Miles, Ed Orgeron, Skip Berkman, Paul Maneri, Jay Johnson, Brian Kelly, Beth Torina, Will Wade, John Brady, Dale Brown, whoever the coaches were in my lifetime. Those coaches are not bigger than the programs or the programs that they run. Now, James Craig, the former offensive line coach, 
in his affidavit did state that he felt and could prove that his that his firing was due to the NCAA investigation of Will Wade. This is trickling over some. So I am not beyond a shadow of a doubt going to give Will Wade the benefit of the doubt when this starts trickling into football. That is opinion for me. And you're a grown-ass person. You can make that determination by yourself. But my sacrificial lamb in this will not be LSU football. We come in here, we cut up, we have fun. I am serious right now. If that means firing Will Wade, bye-bye, see you later, as Glenn Rollins would say, pucker up and kiss that baby goodbye. As Tum Tum would say from the three little ninjas, see ya. No way, no how. That might piss you off. I don't care. All right. Deuces, as Country Granger said. See ya. No way, no how. Rick says, and we'll get to Memphis Spence. Got to give him a lot of credit, bro. The Mac Daddy known as Memphis Spence came in here and told y'all, y'all got on his ass too. I hope Memphis comes in here and says, who are you, Rudy Poos? <laughs> That's what I hope he does. Y'all got on his ass a little bit now. Gino Vega says, one on it. Uh, Tommy Poole says, hey, honey. Hey. <laughs> Married man. My wife watches this show. Just letting you know. I'm just messing, Tommy. Tommy, I'm just messing, bro. <laughs> I'm just messing. Uh, Jason says, right before attorney time and right after Coach K retires. Hmm. I, I really don't. I, 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 guys, this has nothing. This has absolutely nothing to do with Coach K retiring. Coach K's not on the FBI wiretap, man. He's not. Let's see what they have. Uh, Harold Wood says, Pat making it seems like it's over for Will Wade. I don't know that. Like, I legitimately don't know that. And a lot of people are throwing in Dick Vitale in these comments. On the day that Dick Vitale is cancer-free, I'm not going to rip on the man. As someone whose mother has had breast cancer, as someone whose grandfather passed away from cancer, on the day that someone is in remission, I are cancer-free, I should say, not in remission, but cancer-free. I will not go after Dick Vitale today. You can. I will not. If you missed it, Dick Vitale got a clean bill of health, and me and Dick have, me and Dick have gone back and forth with one another on social media. It's been very chronicalized. To that, Dick, congratulations, my friend. Congratulations. But I'm not, you know... Look, Pat did go overboard. Look, man, Pat did go overboard. There is absolutely no question about it. Guys, right now, it he told you and notice of allegations were coming, and, he, and we have it. You, you don't have to like what I'm saying, but it's true. What would, would you rather me come out here and say, oh, my God, guys, like, yo, bro, everything's going to be all right. Oh, the vibes, bro. Yeah, it's killer. You want me to do that? Or you want me to tell you the truth? Brandon Ray says, well, we're not going to want to deal with this again next year. Well, <laughs> he might not have to deal with it again next year. I mean, they have about two months to respond to this. Now, it might take six months before it finally comes to fruition but at least you know something Brandon also says he thinks that Woodward will um, pull the trigger 
that boy though, aka Mr. Tony Weaver, says, I'm an OG in following AYS. You are, my man. I really think Tony's the first commenter ever in AYS YouTube history. And I'm pretty sure that the comment read something like this. Man, who's that dude? <laughs> Tony, we've come such a long way, and a great friendship has come upon us. Rick says, hashtag Ask Oh, oh, oh. Today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. So we do have the hashtag Ask Blake. And Rick says, hashtag Ask Blake, how does the in, this NCAA process differ from the nor- normal legal system? I know there uh, is no appealing it. I think that that's what LSU, technically the appeal process would come within these next two months because LSU has two months to respond, right? Like that's their appeal process. So whether they agree or not agree, if they disagree, obviously, and there's going to be a hearing, no matter what, um, they will go there. I'm assuming Will Wade's attorney will be involved. It's going to be interesting to see how Scott Woodward um, responds to this. Somebody said that we're lagging. I, I, I don't think that we're lagging. Um, but nevertheless, I'll, you know, yeah. Uh, Lamar Williams says, Blake got a private school pressure endorsement for his toys. Hey, man, that road, that roadcaster, that road podcaster, a roadcaster pro, man. It's legit. Uh, Jason says, I agree with you, Blake. But let's get back in time. Wasn't Oliva fired because uh, he did not support Wade? So how does this affect Woodward's decision-making? Well, Jason, I think that you bring up a good point. Remember, uh, Joe Oliva took a lot of flack from suspending Will Wade. Now, a lot of people are going to talk about Bill Self but and what happened at Kansas. But, guys, we, we don't know what they have on Will yet. Will could come back and be just fine, get a two, three, four, five, ten game suspension, and then come back. I don't think anybody wants Will Wade to be fired. I don't think they want him to be fired. But I'm going to keep doing this. But it's a spooky time for Will Wade. All right, one more. We're going to get to a break, and then we're going to get to Memphis Spence. Uh, Tracy says, Blake, Tommy saw me check in. That's why he said, hi, honey. Oh, well, see, y'all got the same picture and y'all got the same initials. Tracy and Tommy pull with the same picture on YouTube. <laughs> we got a, we got, we got Tommy in the back of the house and we got Tracy in the front of the house and both of them was watching AYS. That's what I call a developing story. <laughs> That's what I'd like to hear. Both of you putting in the viewership. That's two views. <laughs> yes. We have one. We have one. And Adrian says, hashtag ask Blake, where's Ben? Taking a bath. And as he calls mommy's bathtub, and he goes to, he lays down in mommy's bed, and he goes to mommy's room, and he eats mommy's ice cream, and he wants to come on daddy's show. <laughs> it's the only thing that daddy owns around this thing, I guess. All right, let's get to a very quick break, and then we'll get to our good friend Memphis Spence. If you missed it, Memphis came on the show about a month and a half ago, said that he had heard that uh, LSU was going out to get a notice of allegations. Let's let him explain. Let's let him talk about that, what he was hearing. Then maybe he can add some context to it now. I'm sure we'll kick some football around with him. Yes, God, stop asking me the questions. And then we'll go to it. None better than our good friends over at Manscaped and our good friends our, and our good friend, Carol Foss, over at State Farm. Guys, I got to tell you, the support and the love that Manscaped has, Manscaped has shown AYS has been absolutely amazing. And we want to welcome them to the AYS team. Who is definitely the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for those family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the performance package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer here for you today. It'll be 20% off and a free worldwide shipping code 
Just put in the promo code AYS at manscaped.com. Again, use that promo code AYS, AYS, AYS at manscaped.com for all of your Manscaped needs. And tell them your good friend Blake Rafino sent you by and that you were, and we were the reason why you went to them. And my good friend Carol False over at State Farm, 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300. For all the great rates inside the state of Louisiana on auto, home, and life insurances, I got to tell you, man, you got to just give Carol a call. If there's nothing that he can do better for you, then no harm, no foul. Let him try to get your rates down today, especially with everything going on in our country. Gas prices rising up. Let your life insurance and auto insurance go down. Call Carol Falls today, 985-395-4300. 985-395-4300. As Aaron Rodgers would say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, we got our good friend, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Memphis Spence. Now, Memphis, you tried to warn us, dog. You tried to warn us. You got flack from the LSU fans. You told them a notice of allegations was coming. Let's get into it. You had said it about a month and a half ago that you'd heard that Will Wade could possibly be getting a notice of allegations along with LSU. What were you hearing that then, and what are you hearing now? So, this is what I was hearing then. Well, first of all, you know, this is a special situation for LSU. Um, this is outside of the realm of normal uh, allegations. They've sent this to the what I call the AARP. It's actually the IARP. <laughs> but they so long, you know what I'm saying, that that it might as well be the AARP. Um, but this independent resolution process started up in 2019, somewhere, I think right before the football season in 2019. Right. And they threw like six different cases over there. Well, one of the cases, well, first of all, the reason why I started learning about this process is because, you know, I'm a Memphis alum and Memphis is in a lot of, you know, Memphis is always in something. They're not in championships a lot. You know, every now and then they'll be a cha- in a championship or in the Cotton Bowl, but they're always in trouble. So because they're always in trouble, you know, I'm a, I, that's, you know, D-Rose. That's kind of how my show started popping off to begin with. Right. People wanted the little aspects of it and everything else, and I was one of the people that was able to give it to them at the time. So I'm always learning about this process and how they try to change the process because, you know, there are certain situations and circumstances. When they brought the FBI in a couple of uh, years ago, they started coming up with this idea like, okay – Obviously, we're not able to do this, uh, you know, or do this alone. They're, the schools actually have more power than we do. We need a process outside of the normal NCAA process to start handling these. So there were six six schools uh, that actually they shifted these cases over, and they're you know those six schools bear a lot of power and weight uh, individually uh, across the, the the college platform. LSU is one of them. Memphis is one of them. Louisville which is honestly, with everything going on, Louisville has the most ridiculous one. I don't know what is going to go on there. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, that's that's really the most egregious one out of out of all of them that, that are out there. Uh, Kansas has one, Arizona, uh, and I think NC State, they just finished that up. I was, I was trying to get information on Memphis's, and they were just like, yo, uh, and I, I probably – can't say no i can't say who that source is <laughs> i have to protect that source because i'm not even supposed to have that source anyway i was trying <laughs> to get um I, seriously I, I i i'm not supposed to i was working with this person before they became part of this entire process okay um but i uh, uh i was trying to get information on okay when are we going to get charges you know when when it, when when it, when is our uh notice of allegations coming out and I found out that at the time they were working on uh, NC State, and that came out, they dropped. And right. then LSU was probably next, and then Kansas and Memphis will probably follow shortly thereafter. They're still doing some late work on Arizona, um, and Louisville's a hot mess, so there's I don't know what is going to happen then. Um, but I kind of found out what the order that they were working on things, and I was like, hmm. They're probably going to start dropping this right around 
tournament time because that's what they want to do to kind of get this out in the open during the tournament, uh, especially if they start making decisions on where people are seated or, you know, if they can start leaving people out or whatnot. So I expected, you know, probably Kansas, Memphis, and LSU um, because they usually – Arizona has a – out of all the programs in terms of basketball – the NCAA loves Arizona more than any of us. Which is so they hate us. Which is so wild. They they hate us. I don't know why, because Arizona's in trouble all the time too. Um, but they hate us. Uh, so I thought, you know, okay, you know, normally they come out with this sometime either right before, or right after the tournament. Uh, so things that aren't dropping before the tournament will probably be dropping after the tournament. Um, but that's kind of how I found out the order at which they were working on things. And that's why I knew I was like, oh, no, they're, they're still working on something. Now, how serious those allegations are, I don't even th- – I don't think they're as serious. But I know they're not as serious as Louisville's. Um, they're probably not as serious as, as, as Kansas is from what I'm gathering as well. Um, Memphis, LSU, there's a whole lot of – ambiguity in what I'm reading or, or what I'm finding out about what the allegations are. And there's really nothing, there's nothing new. Pat Forty didn't put anything and I love Pat Forty. He got the beat on me. I was actually producing another show uh, when that news came out and I was trying to call up to, to Indianapolis to, to, to try and get that notice of allegation. I couldn't get it in my hand before your show, um, you know, uh, but, but hopefully I'll have it sometime this week. Uh, but I was trying to figure out exactly, it, did they figure out anything new? Um, and they could have, but I don't know of any anything new. We knew about the wiretap, you know. Right, right. And, and no way being on that. We knew about the booster that allegedly hired uh, uh, a player's father, you know. And I guess the only new information there was like it was $180,000. Uh, that 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 changed hands for that position. That was the only thing I didn't know about that. Um, but still, there's still that's probably the most debatable because, you know, if so, if somebody wants to hire somebody, regardless, you know, they're like no show work. It's like first of all, it was his father, but second of all, you know, there's a lot of people not working and making money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I wish they would do that. And, and I, do nothing. Memphis, right? I wish they'd let me do that. Hey, 180. I'm, I'm I'm available myself. Cut it in half. I'll do it for half. Hell, I'll do it for a third. Not show up. I mean, hell. But you know, I mean, uh, Mark Emmerich, He's making 2.9. I'm not sure what he's doing. Um, I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't have said that. They're they're probably not going to get me that information on time now. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know, there's a lot of people sitting around doing nothing for money. So, you know, that's the most debatable uh, of all of the allegations. And, you know, the OBJ giving out cash to players, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that's probably the one that 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 is least disputable because I think we saw locker room videos of him actually handing out cash. Yeah, but, and, and if it's they already self-imposed, that's why exactly. I don't understand. That's why I don't understand about Pat Forty. And why I don't necessarily understand. Now, look, the big thing is is that he was getting ripped on in reference to, oh, well, Pat, if it's ever coming, it, then come with it. And, and, look, you mentioned it, and now it's here. And I feel like, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but reading you and what you're saying, it feels as if that you're kind of saying you don't think that it's going to be enough to fire Will Wade. That's, I mean, now, if I'm, if I'm misconstruing what you're saying, please correct me. But that's how I'm taking what you're saying at the current moment. Am I, am I correct there? What I know now isn't enough to fire him. Okay, right. Because what I know right now, without seeing the actual notice of allegations, I don't have it in my hand to read, um, is the same thing that we've known for a long time. You know, hey, he's on the wiretap saying these things. Um, there's already, a you know, somebody self-imposed. Now, if there's any new information... Um, or if they got one of those, uh, somebody inside, uh, they have this immunity thing where they can get somebody, it's kind of like they get a special immunity uh, that can be given out by this this process to somebody inside to cooperate with them fully, pretty much basically to rat on everybody. 
Um, and I was wondering if they had somebody inside the LSU program that knew a little bit more about the situation that they gave special immunity to, um, because that could take a little bit longer in the process. And I'm, they may be doing that for this entire deal. Uh, but um, if they did, then that person may have given them more information in which at that point, if we know what the information is, then maybe it, there's a situation where you want to, you know, throw Will Wade on the sword. Because what can't happen is this affect the football team. I heard you say it, but no, that's serious. You, this can't right. affect the football team at all. So if Will Wade has to, if, 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 if Woodard has to go out there and say, man, it's been real, you know, it's been real, we have to, we have to fire you for cause, um, then that's what's going to have to happen to protect LSU football at this point. And, you know, there's, it's LSU. You're going to get whatever coach, you know, uh, that you want. Don't hire Rick Pitino. Just don't do that. We're not <laughs> don't, do don't, that. Throw, don't throw yourself in another situation. Uh, Louisville found that out the hard way. But, um, you know, you're going to get the coach that basically that you want. Uh, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about Will Wade, even though I think Will Wade's kind of a gangster for lasting this long, honestly. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I, right. I mean, look, there is some level of gangster Al Capone-ish you know, say hello to my little friend type of right. c- scenario here. I-, I think Memphis from everybody, and we have a lot of people in here asking the same question. Well, two things. Number one, LSU did get sued for fifty or $100 million from Sharon Lewis, who was p- a part of LSU football in the recruiting building. I wonder if she had anything to say, uh, you know, about this. So when you say that, mm. you know, you bring up a very interesting point there. Uh, uh, could there be an immunity, you know, regardless of how that goes? Let's see until we get there. Let's not go there now. Um, but we do have a lot of qu- people question. And, and Memphis, you answered this question, but elaborating on it, you okay. just talked about, look, why does it take so long? You talked about the immunity deal. Um, I'm going to ask my own way in this. Man, two years is way too damn long. Four years is way too long. Memphis, this happened in 2017. I, I mean, look, Ed Orgeron has been hired, won an Addy, and fired in the time that Will Wade has done all of this. Do you think that if they don't – should there be something in the NCAA where if they don't file or give a notice of allegations or come down with a case within five years of ruling, then it's null and void? Like, can we come up with something like that? There is a process like that, and that's the normal process where after four years, there's actually a statute of limitations, which is four years. Uh, And the only thing that breaks that statute of limitation is gross negligence uh, or somebody trying to hide it from being found out. Like Penn Penn State or something like that. Yeah, Baylor, Penn State, that type of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are usually the things that break that that gross negligence type thing because it's usually four years, especially – if it's, you know, um, it has to do with, unless there's a pattern, that's the other thing. There's a pattern. It happened six years ago. It happened eight years ago. And, you know, maybe something's being swept under the rug then. But if it's not a pattern, if it's not gross negligence, and it's not nobody, anybody hiding it, there's literally a, la- a statute of limitation. In the normal process, they move these six cases over to the AARP. Why did I? Why do I? Why did I start naming them the AARP instead of the IARP? Because it takes so damn long. Forever, and one of the processes, one of the reasons why, is because the people actually there's there's three firms, investigative firms, that they've contracted a lot of this work out to, um, and you know they're independent. They're supposed to not be associated with sports at all, um, and. You know, they're doing their own thing. They're not worried about, uh, you know, how long it takes because it's outside of the normal jurisdiction. This is something that that once once it gets here, you're just in purgatory until something happens. Um, but normally you're right. I mean, Blake, you're, you're, you're generally right, except for when a case actually goes over to this new uh, IARP uh, uh, situation. So Memphis... Uh... What do you think come – and I guess if you had to make a decision right now with just everything that you know, okay, now I get this can change. Nobody's holding you, your feet to the fire on this one, right? But if you had to assume what happens in all of this to these coaches, right now, today, with the information you have, what would you, what would you say? 
to like maybe even Will Wade. And let's get specific. Like to Will Wade, do you think that he is he going to be at LSU next year? Is what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what? If I if and I'm not a gambling man, I'm an investor. But if I had to actually <laughs> gamble on this, right, uh, I would gamble that Will Wade's still there, based on what I know now. Um, I think that there there now there may be he may not be able to coach um, for a little while. He may get a suspension, um, and if that suspension is longer than a year then Woodard may say, hey, this is actually cause. I want to move in a new direction. But he doesn't have to fire him. You know, he could keep him on, have one of the assistants coach, you know. Um, if, if he wanted to keep him, he could find a way to do that. Uh, but, you know, he may have a show cause after this uh, whole deal is done um, for at least a year. Uh, that's what I'm, 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 I'm expecting there to be probably – a one-year show cause on Will Wade, um, even after all of the 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 the, the self penalties given out by by LSU, uh, it, it, up to about a year show cause on Will Wade, uh, unless there's new information. And like I said, the minute I get that in my hands, I'll you know I'll be DMing you. You know how you know how we do. I'll be DMing <laughs> you and, and, and shooting you some information uh, when I get it. But um, from what I know now. I don't think there's a reason to fire him right now, unless, unless Woodard has somebody in mind already and is using this as a, you know, we should have really placed better in the SEC anyway. Maybe I need to. Maybe this is a good time uh, to to cut ties. And and I see this more as a reason for Woodard to move on from him if he thinks he's underperformed um, than to act because. I don't know what's going on with Pinson, um, but that dude's a baller. Anyway, um, if if, Will, if Woodard wants to move on, this would be his reason. But right now, I don't see any reason to get rid of him or like a five-year show cause or anything of that nature uh, that would just pretty much, you know, get kill this guy's career. Mm-hmm. You know, Spence, for, for me, it's just – it's I, I'm ready for it to be over. You know, man, I've been doing this since 2017, and I, I, I'm really just tired of it. And quite honestly, um, as they say in the movie Friday, I'm about to start throwing these hands if something just doesn't come now. I, I mean, that's just <laughs> – I, I, I'm yeah. sick of it. Like, let's get done. You know, and look, Clemson's open. Okay, Clemson, yeah. and, and that's where Will Wade uh, graduated from. As a, that's his alma mater. What if he wants to make a move? You know, like, look, and we'll, and we'll see with all that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I really appreciate you, you talking about that and being so informative because you were so connected to that, and I, I think it was good, some good insight. Uh, Memphis Spence, joining us follow, us. follow him on Twitter, at Memphis Spence, for all of his great content. Memphis, let's get to some football before we, we get you on out of here. Uh, look, Jane Daniels, I, I mean, I'm a big fan. They want to run the RPOs. They want to run the zone reads. When you saw that he was committed and coming to LSU, what was your initial thought seeing Jaden Daniels coming to Brian Kelly's new team in, in Baton Rouge? My initial thought is, wow. R- rarely is there a time where I'm like, okay, this actually probably works out for both the player and the team. All right. Sometimes, you know, um, you, get, you get somebody and you're like, oh, that's great for the team, but he's just going to be stockpiled as a player. He may not see the field at all. Uh, sometimes you're like, man, if the team could figure out how to use this guy, you know, but this is this is one of those rare situations where I think Jaden Daniels actually has a shot to 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 be QB one. I agree. And the skill set that that guy has with LSU receivers and somebody blocking for him because he was he was running for his life at ASU. No lie. He was just running for his life. And I was like, man, he can throw on the run. Well, what happens if he has time? What happens if he has four or five seconds oh. to actually get through his reads? So you mean like when he has a guy like Brandon Ayuk who single-handedly almost beat the Los Angeles Lambs with the 49ers, he can actually do something interesting. 
He can, he can, he is a, he's QB1 somewhere, but I think he can be QB1 at LSU. Um, he has a, he has a skill set that I would love to see Brian Kelly be able to, 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 to mold. And he's almost like raw talent right now. Uh, the system that he was in, I don't want to say too much about, uh, ASU anything bad because Memphis gets quarterbacks from there all the time. But basically, <laughs> they've been sending quarterbacks out a lot over these past five years. We've gotten like three of them. One of them, Brady White, you know that right, guy, right? Uh, you know, we, hey, they they've they they've been nice to us, they, but but quarterbacks have been leaving there for a reason, and they've turned out to you know you look around, you're like, man, um. This guy's pretty talented. What what happened? And then you hear their story, and you're like, oh. So, uh, but I think this is a really good situation for LSU. You have depth at QB1. He's going to be able to do things. Well, I won't say that. He's going to be able to compete for QB1. I'll say that. Uh, I'm not going to say he can do things better than, but he will be able to compete for QB1. Oh, he can run better than Miles Brennan. I mean, look, okay. I, I, I mean, I saw a turtle beat Miles Brennan in a race once, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Memphis, one more, and we'll, we'll get you out of here, I promise. Yeah. Um, how much did you watch of the combine? I didn't get to see a lot of it, but I saw a lot of the highlights. Were you able to see some of it? And I want to piggyback off of that question. I, I watched a lot of the combine. I, we weren't there this year. Uh, right. We were there before COVID. The years before COVID, it closed down. We didn't get in this year. Um, but, uh, one of my, um, uh, a guy that, that, that I've known for a while, uh, he's, he's up there and he gave me a lot of good information. Um, and I, there were a couple of dudes, uh, well, first of all, this is the fastest combine we've ever seen. And we're trying to figure out why. Uh, because, you know, the, when you have... I have a theory know, about like, that, but continue. I have a theory, but continue. What, what, uh, let me, no, no, no. What's your theory on that? I want to hear this theory. My theory is, is that last year, you had the least amount of kids enter their name into the NFL draft and return to school for the extra COVID year than we've oh, ever yeah. seen before. So That's normally right. you would have one person maybe run a 4-2-9 or a 4-3 flat or whatever. Right. This year right. you have two. Well, why do you have two? Both of those kids return to their programs using the COVID year to return. That's why That's why I think, Memphis, that you had so – it was the fastest combine because – and here's another thing in essence. You had more kids at the combine because of the extension than you had ever had. So you want to – but, 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 but. You shouldn't be having that many that many dudes running four threes. There's no reason on God's green planet a man should be six seven, three hundred and sixty six pounds running a four seven. Let me Did just you say see that? that, dude, bro. So when we talk about Georgia and we talk about the SEC, Memphis, that's what we talk about, right? Like exactly. That exactly. that's it. That's it. My wife actually looked at me and said. Man, he weigh, you know, he weighs about fifty pounds more than you. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, girl, stop playing. Um, but uh, no, we but saw. You, we you saw know, you know what, you know what should have happened after your wife said that. <laughs> that should have came up after that. Yes, yes, yes. But um, uh, a couple of things. Uh, Ed Ingram and uh, Derek Stingley are are. We're, we're darlings in this. That's what I've heard. Um, Rick Saratella is a guy. Uh, he does he, – I have him on the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl stuff a lot. He's a scout. Uh, he um, – what's his uh, – uh, NFL Draft Bible. He's with okay. um, SI. And uh, he's an NFL scout. He does a lot of stuff with the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. He provides information to them and a lot of the NFL teams. Uh, he was letting me know that uh, Ed Ingram and Stingley – were two of the darlings that came out. Uh, a lot of high, you know, a lot of a lot of good things were said about. Uh, that That's very interesting. Um, you know, uh, everybody tested fairly well. I don't think that I don't know. Um, I didn't hear anything about uh, Cordell Flott. Uh, that was yeah. the LSU guy I, that kind of got lost in the weeds. I think uh, there were some good things about uh, Ty Davis Price. Honestly, I thought that's what this segment was going to be about. Uh, but Ty Davis Price, uh, you know, there there are a couple of teams interested in him. 
Uh, but I'm not sure if he improved his draft stock at all. Um, but, uh, you know. Do you think if he gets that 40-time lower in the 4-4s, four do you think – I mean, is last question, I promise. I keep doing this to you. But, yeah, you yeah. know, is he a draftable running back? Because I think he's he is, but I, I see like a six fifth, sixth, seventh round grade on him. But Memphis, again, I mean, what what, what do you think? What are you hearing, he, too? I'm going to – he's probably – so when it comes to when you only hear like two or three teams uh, liking a guy, he's probably a sixth, seventh rounder. But what's been the the, the strategy lately has been, um, you know, kind of making the other team flinch, especially if there's two teams, and picking that guy up as one of the undrafted free agents that you have on your list. Right. Uh, that's been a strategy for teams uh, here lately. Uh, I'm not sure if it's for cap reasons or whatever, but. Um, but picking that guy up as an undrafted free agent, you really want um, – well, rule of thumb is if five or more teams want you, you're probably going to get drafted. Mm-hmm. If it's two or three, uh, you got a 50-50 chance, but you're, you're likely going to be signed as an undrafted free agent. So, um, so I'm thinking that he may be in that high undrafted free agent, maybe late sixth, seventh round, uh, unless, you know, there are a lot of things, pro days, there are a lot of things that could, could change that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. There's still, it's still a process. It's still a good month and a half until we have the draft. So. Bum, 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 bum. No better sound in all, on all the sports. I, 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 just, yeah, I, I yes, gotta yes, say yes. that. Uh, Memphis. Way, I'm here in Tampa for the SEC, uh, uh tournament. Attorney, so this, this should be, this should be fun. Don't ask Will Wade if he made a strong ass offer. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to hold up a sign. That says that, you know, in the crowd. Oh, well, you know, VCU grew uh, student section dressed, dressed up like the FBI. So, I mean, that was, that was pretty legendary. Uh, Memphis Spence joins us or joined us. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Memphis Spence. U of M. Uh, just follow everything, man. Radio show's fantastic. Memphis, thank you so much, man, for, for joining us. And you're always, as, as the, the fans say in the Rudy Crew chat, you're always amazing, my friend. You have a good night, my brother. You you too, my man. Take care, Blake. That's Memphis Spence joining us. Absolutely fantastic. Got to give him a round of applause. That's not that. There we go. Round of applause, baby. Bro, I'm telling you, I'm a dangerous son of a gun with this roadcaster, y'all. I'm a dangerous son of a gun. As Ric Flair would say, I'm having a hard time holding these lemon pepper steppers down. Now give me two claps in a Ric Flair. Woo! All right. Memphis Spence absolutely killed that, man. Absolutely killed it. Um, Let's do this before we wrap up tonight's show. We will not be going tomorrow uh, as we'll be watching the LSU baseball game. My brother is in town, uh, so we'll be taking off for that as well. Going to spend some time with my brother. Uh, but let's end this show tonight talking about the NFL. Big day for the Green Bay Packers. Big day for the Denver Broncos. Uh, look, I'm, I I love the parity that, that the NFL – I love free agency and what it gives you, right? Like, I, I'm glad Aaron Rodgers is going back. Can Green Bay – can he finally get over the hump? Can he finally do it? I do thought – bro, I did think it was funny as hell, though. Uh, when Ian Rappaport would report something about Aaron Rodgers, that Pat McAfee would come out right from the top and say, wrong, <laughs> on Twitter. Because, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, as we know, goes on the Pat McAfee show uh, religiously, and him coming out saying, wrong, bro, is just so goddog funny. Uh, did not expect to see Russell Wilson getting drafted to the Broncos, though. I will be honest, but the Broncos do have some weapons around Russell Wilson. Maybe they have a better system that they can put in place for Russell Wilson. going to be very interesting to see how they uh, do there in the dynamic. So always something in the NFL. Saints watch, obviously those two guys are out for what could have been for the New Orleans Saints. Looks like they'll have to end with either Garoppolo or Winston. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. But you know what? Um, let's get on out of here. We're about an hour tonight. It's been fun. It's been it's been great. Uh, greatly appreciate our good friend Memphis Spence. Uh, Skipper says, always good info. I completely 
completely agree there. All right, so we'll see you guys Thursday. We'll be guessing up again Thursday after the LSU game. We've got a lot to talk about. Until then, guys, we'll see you all soon. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.